We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's going on, everyone? Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling on this uh, Friday morning. And obviously that was uh, quite a moment there, quite a sequence with... Um, with Angelo signing off, I uh, pretty moved here. I got to be honest. It's uh, you know we're gonna get to all the Eagles stuff and and all that, but uh, there's there's a lot going through my mind right now, having heard all that we just heard. And certainly we would uh, encourage anyone listening if you, you know you want to pay tribute to Angelo. The phone lines are certainly open for you. That was that was beautiful. It really was. And as I expected it to be, you know the these big time retirement moments don't come along too often from a true legend, and that was one right there. And uh, it was an honor for me, John, and James, I'm sure they would echo the sentiments, to witness it. I mean, we were right here. Yeah. We were right outside the studio. So we were, um, you know, trying to obviously give the, the show space to do their thing, but there was about 25 of us right outside the studio. Yeah, there were like six people in Wechter's studio. Yeah. <laughs> it was like as packed as people, it gets People here. did not give Wechter space. <laughs> I'll say that. That's okay. Yes. Used to um, that. But anyway, hello to everyone. Um so we'll talk about Angelo. We'll talk about the Eagles. Day five since the Super Bowl. Richie Rich. Joe. Hello, Johnny. Angelo Cataldi. Yes. A legend. Legend. You've got a lot of work. Uh, yep. To do, and I. Feel you make like it sound so daunting, man. I. What was this? Was this guy think we're pushing a boulder up a hill? It's impossible to get up the hill. Uh, uh, you know. It's, <laughs> it's not impossible. Big shoes. Big he was shoes. just trying to be deferential yes, right there. That's what yes. I think would just happen right there. Hello, Absolutely. John. Yes. Uh, I feel very privileged yeah. to even uh, you know be sitting next to you, having witnessed that. Uh, one day on Earth wasn't always 24 hours long. No so way. It was, geez, much shorter. We're talking 3.6 billion years ago. A day was 12 hours long. Well, wow. that's bizarre. 12 hours long. Never heard then, that before. And then when uh, multicellular organisms first took life on Earth, days were 23 hours long. Wow. Yeah. Things have changed. Wild fact. Um, all right. So, look, again, the Angela Seltzer, talk to me, man. You you grew up here. You know the deal. You've been listening to WIP since probably as early as you can remember. What's what just struck you there? Yeah, dude, it hit me really hard. Uh, I feel the same way as you. Like I was getting emotional, and and you know we've known about this for so long. We obviously are are a role in in going into the mornings, and we're a big part of this whole process and all that. And it hit me like a ton of bricks there, man. Like Angelo Cataldi, my childhood, our childhood, yeah. all of our the vast majority of people like driving to school. Like it's just, I, like, and his speech was like perfect yeah, like tremendous. he nailed it and it just thinking about all they've been through and all the people who contributed and and that we're stepping into that like i'm emotional right now a lot more than i expected yeah me too i i haven't cried but maybe it's because i kind of had to get my you know game face on if you will to sort of and sometimes i cry with my game face on but 
Uh, you know, we had to we had to get in here and uh, it's the whole thing, right? So, um, look, uh, it yeah, was. I got you. You can cry. No, it meant everything to me. Let's go to the phones. Well, eight, 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 eight. I'm sorry to cry. I'm just very emotional. I'll, just, I'll say this. I remember watching Carson's last uh, Tonight Show. I mean, I remember exactly where I was watching it. And there's just some moments when someone steps off the stage you never forget. And this, you know, for me, and I'm sure for many people listening, will be one such moment. For those that don't know, and it's probably not too many, uh, John and I, uh, with James and, and Rhea and, and Wechter and Devin and Conklin and this whole crew we're going to have uh, are all going to be, you know, part of the new morning show. If you are somehow, some way listening to us right now for the first time, hello. Uh, we hope you give us a shot, and uh, we look forward in the in the next uh, hopefully many years to uh, to entertain you and provide a great show. That's certainly going to be our aim. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. John, part of our aim, unfortunately, is looking back at a loss and digesting it. And I got to be honest, I haven't digested it. It's impossible. It's, to digest. I can't. I mean, I just can't. I, I, I still cannot believe that the Eagles lost that Super Bowl. And, and so, you know, the Super Bowl is still squarely on the table for everyone. This is now day five. Here we go again uh, to get into every aspect of the game and, and whatever it is you want to say at 215-592-9494. There also are two aspects from yesterday's press conference to me that really stood out, uh, amongst others that I want to get into here out of the gate. And the first was the um, – the fourth and three it was a good question. I mean, I'm glad the question was asked about the fourth and three. The decision by Nick Sirianni to punt the ball, which I totally acknowledge could go either way as a decision. In the moment, I thought the Eagles should go for it, and I felt, you know, pretty strong about that. But I also acknowledge, I mean, when the ball's at the uh, 32-yard line and it's fourth and three and you're only down by a point, you know, conventional wisdom does not say go for it. So I can understand why a coach would – Consider punting. I can understand why a coach would punt. I thought in the moment it was a bad decision, but I was very surprised yesterday to hear that Nick Sirianni, and I believe he was being completely honest, was not even of the mindset, even upon reflection, to consider that going for it would have been the right call. And obviously, you know, hindsight being what it is, I'm sure he wishes he had gone for it from the standpoint of, well, you know you lost the game, so, yeah, I mean, Eagles would have had a better chance to win if they'd gone for it the way things played out. But you don't know that in the moment when you make the call. I was surprised how adamant he was, though, about how he thinks he made the right decision. Let's listen to Sirianni, because Sirianni addressed this yesterday. And, and again, just to give everyone the circumstances, the Eagles had led for most of the game. They're now down. They're down by a point. It's a fourth and three. They're down 28-27. It is the fourth quarter. There are 10 minutes and 33 seconds remaining in the game. Fourth and three, 32-yard line, own 32-yard line. Um, here's what Sirianni said about that. Um, yeah, I think if um, – I know I've been uh, aggressive all year going for it, really trust our guys in, in scenarios. I think fourth and three on your own 30 – what was it? 33? Yeah, I think you get 32 out of 32 NFL coaches saying they punt that ball every time. 32 out of 32. Um, I, I don't – Hey, if I had known they were going to return it to the four, in the in the in hindsight, I think I think I would, and you know, obviously I would have went for it there, um, but no regrets there on that. Um, that is not my thought process right there. And to be quite quite honest with, you, it, it depends on the score, but we were in a one point game, um, and like if we were down two scores, then of course um, you're going to go for it there in that scenario. But in a one point game. 
that's never even in. I, you know what? And until I was prepped for this question, because Bob does a really good job, as you guys know, um, I yeah, I never it didn't really even come come to my mind. Um, the other one, the fourth and six. Yeah, we can seven, cut it off right there, James. Seven, Let's cut actually. it off there. So, John, that's the, the last he said there is what surprised decision and he's right we were down by a point you it's fourth and three it's not fourth and one yeah it's not a gimme i get it and so it's not sneak it time yep where you know that you know 95 percent of the time you're going to actually get that first down fourth and three you turn that ball over they go up by four points and, and more than a field goal you 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 basically put it out of reach within reason. I totally agree. And at the time, I didn't think twice about that decision to punt, just like Nick Sirianni's talking about. 32 out of 32 NFL head coaches. I'm not sure if that's the case or not. I think it is the uh, – you can't even say it's the conservative approach. It's just the smart approach. Well, so here's – Yes, the- I love the idea of yep. go for it, go for it, go for it. Show faith in your team. But that would have been foolish – to give away a field goal in that situation when you're down by one point. By already. traditional standards in normal games, John, I do agree with you. Here, here's where I think Sirianni didn't feel the game. Well, the other quarterback, the other quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, he had begun the process of carving up the Eagles' defense. We didn't know quite how ghastly it was getting, but he had he had scored two straight possessions. He is Mahomes, you know that is an Andy Reid offense. And, 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 you know, to me, when Doug, of all that went on in Super Bowl 52, one of the most critical moments was when Doug went for fourth and one, seven minutes to go on the Eagles' own 45-yard line. Guys, I totally acknowledge seven minutes to go and ten minutes to go aren't the same thing. I acknowledge that a fourth and one is not the same as a fourth and three. I get it. And the field position is very different, too. It's 13 You're not automatically giving yards. up a field goal. You're, you're not, not no, automatically you're right. giving right. up a field goal in that situation. I just – I didn't like it. And and but and listen, Sirian is a great coach. I do believe that. But I thought it was a major mistake. I mean, John, I have my notes right in front of me here. I, I take these notes in real time during the game. Fourth and two from the 32. I wrote, go for it. And then I wrote, dash, Sirianni punts with 10-something left. It turned out to be the bad punt that was also bad coverage, and it's returned to the five-yard line. Now the Eagles are in a huge hole. You don't know that going into that. You just can't know that that's going to occur. I thought it was a bad decision, and I was surprised that yesterday Sirianni was of the mindset that until he was prepped by Eagles media relations personnel, he did not even think about the fact that he should have gone for it, and I, I found that surprising. Now let's get to a second aspect Hold and on. then right to the one phones. aspect Go of ahead, that. Yeah. You said he didn't feel the game. He did feel the game. The, the part of the game that he was feeling is yep. that that Chiefs defense in the second half, yep. they were stopping us. They were st- in the first half, no. They they were not. It felt like we were on fire. We were moving the ball at will. That second half, we we weren't running the ball effectively the way we expected to and pass protection wise, we were not picking things up. So Jalen Hurts how many times did we see him flushed, run to the sideline, yeah. often the left sideline where he can't get his body around to throw downfield? I the, Feel the game? Yeah, he did. He felt the game, and he felt that that Kansas City defense was much better than what you're giving it credit. All right, 215-592-9494 to weigh in on, on that aspect. One other thing from yesterday that stood out to me, and, and there were other things, but that really stood out to me. Uh, I didn't like how his answer 
on the field conditions. And I know there's a lot of people out there who are going to say, you know what, it's the appropriate answer. He, he just he didn't want to get into the field thing. You don't want to sound like the 49ers, and especially someone as high-ranking as Howie, to go on the record and sound like he's whining. And I thought there was a way he could have done this answer different. Listen first to the answer, actually two answers, and then I'll tell you what I think he should have said. Uh, here's the exchange yesterday about the field. I know you guys don't want to make excuses, but when you look at the field condition, what's the organizational take on that? Is there uh, any recourse you have with the league? Um, where do you go with that? Both teams played on the same field. I mean, obviously your edge rushers were, you know, it's a big strength of this team. And Both teams played on the same field. So, you know, that's it. That's going to definitely be the organizational mantra publicly. Both teams played on the same field. And I, and I do respect the fact he's trying not to get into the Niners mode of, of being a you know, whiner and all that. But I just, as I got to be honest, as an Eagles fan, I want it, um, I'm just straight up with you, I want it more of a hedge to, to signal to us that the Eagles aren't happy. Because they shouldn't be happy. They actually should be irate. And to me, the appro- I mean, look, Howie was prepared, obviously, right? He, he knew that question was coming. He stuck right to the script. To me, the script should have been, we were disappointed in the field conditions. We acknowledge that both teams played on it, but we were disappointed in the field conditions. It impacted the game clearly, and that bothers us. That's what I, as an Eagles fan, would have liked to have heard. Now, again, I, I I'm re- proud that he said it the way he did. He, I, it is absolutely true that these players slipped more than the Kansas City Chiefs players right. did, for whatever reason. Right. That is every player's individual responsibility to own your equipment, uh, own your every step you take out there on the field. If it's slippery, you, you make sure it's in your mind. You cut off that outside foot, not the inside foot. Like, there are things you can do. There are players. Th- think about the players that we've called mutters yeah. throughout history yep. because they manage those situations properly. Down to a man, we didn't do that as well as the Kansas City Chiefs did, and it's not the NFL's fault that we individual players didn't manage the conditions properly. Well, look, 215-592-9494 to weigh in on these two issues, what you make of it, and also all of it. If you heard the press conference yesterday, and we'll play snippets throughout the show, Howie and Nick, what they said, uh, obviously the game is totally top of mind and squarely on the table, as is the uh, legendary career of Angelo in his retirement uh, about 19 minutes ago. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Anthony in South Philadelphia who kicks us off. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, John. How you doing? Doing all right, Anthony. Listen, Joe, I, I got two things I want to say, and then I got something important I want to say to you personally. So, uh, first of all, this issue with the, uh, f- the fourth and three, to me that series was lost on third and three because that's when he was flushed out of the pocket and rolled to his left. Am I right about that? Um, that left us with a fourth well, and three. After well, that. let me, I'll give you, I don't know the exact sequence of how he went, but it, it was a, I'm looking here at the script. Jalen Hurts pass incomplete deep left to Devontae Smith. Whether he was rushed, uh, flushed, and had him move to his left, I don't know. But uh, it, was an, it was an incomplete pass. Right. I think and and I do in, believe you're right. Yeah. Coming back to me, memory wise, yes. Right, yes, he was right. correct. I wanted to make sure I was on the right page with you. Yes. Okay. The reason, this is, and this is, again, I go, this is, again, I go back to Gannon. The reason he was flushed out to his left against his arm is because they were sending seven guys, and that's where the free runner was coming from. And this is one of my beefs with Gannon, that he would not get creative and try to do something like that to get Mahone running on a gimpy leg against his arm. We would not change any of our MO, but he did. 
And that's when Spagnuolo, I think, took some of the plays. And those one or two plays is what cost us the game, I feel. Um, now, the second thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, uh, did anybody hear Gannon's uh, press conference yesterday? Yes. Here's a guy that uh, crushed the hopes and dreams, in my opinion, of this entire city. He gets a promotion, goes to his press conference, and doing his press conference tells everybody how much fun the last 48 hours was. I hope you don't think those 48 hours were any fun for us. Yeah, I don't think it was well handled by him on that front. Look, know this, Anthony. He is addressing, essentially, a completely different fan base yesterday. I know. I I think that I would say I'm going to call it bad form that he did not publicly address the Eagles' loss prior to addressing the new opportunity and the new gig. Sensitive. That's that's the way I would refer to it. Doesn't make him a bad guy, no, but no, I don't no. think he felt, I don't think he felt it the right way, and I don't think he handled that moment properly. Right. All right, Joe. Here's what I want to say now to you guys. I can't tell you guys, you John and Jimmy, how much, what a pleasure it's been to debate sports with you guys the past couple of years, especially since I've been right most of the time. <laughs> 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 you are you are all a class act, and I want you to I want to wish all of you. Uh, the best of luck in the, with the new show, Thanks. and more importantly, in your personal lives. I want you guys to take care, and God bless. We will do our best. Thanks, and, Anthony, Anthony, please keep the calls coming to us, pal. You're a great caller. I'll try. I'll try, buddy. Thank Th- you so much. Thanks, Anthony. All right, let's talk to Tyler right now in Westchester. Hi, Tyler. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing all right, Tyler. Um, I don't want to get too emotional or anything, but I'm 20 years old, and this is kind of my first, you know, two- to three-year taste of sports radio. Yep. And I'm not getting up at 6 in the morning, so you guys are who I listen to. Um, and it's, I don't know, I just feel such a personal relationship with all three of you. And um, I, I can't thank you enough. That being said, I ask one thing from you, Joe, to make me happy. Please get me that last win today and hammer, please. I intend to, Tyler. I mean, listen, I've got a, an official record of 208 and 35. You want to end on a high note, so I'm expecting it to be 209 at, by about 1215 today. Thank you, Joe. And, Tyler, right, I, will, I will dedicate today's Beat the Hammer victory for me. By the way, vic- I mean my victory, meaning that which I will win. Tyler, I will dedicate it to you and the 1% amongst you that has actually rooted for me through the years. Oh, boy. The 1%ers. You know how this has gone when you've dedicated <laughs> your performances in the past? Oh, I know. No, always the greatest. I know. Hey, Tyler, Tyler, the 6 a.m. thing, I get you, man. Not everyone can wake up at 6 a.m., but uh, can you check us out at uh, 8 a.m.? You got a 9 a.m. in you? I mean, what, what's what do you oh, – I, I, No, I'll be getting up earlier. Don't worry. Yeah. It's, it's too important for me to miss. All right, Thanks. so now we're getting to my quick two points. Yep. Um, I don't know if you heard on the – Obviously, Jason and Travis Kelsey were talking about how they weren't minded by the field conditions, but Travis Kelsey says that how he adjusts is most people run on their toes when they're running, like the receivers and the skill players. So how you need to adjust is by finding that balance, and then you're able to find more of a grip on the field. Um, I guess it's because they're veterans. They know how to deal with it, and then just some people weren't aware because he said that him and Travis just didn't have issues, which is weird to me. But he said that he just found the balance on his feet and yeah. um, he just ran the correct cut that he felt his body was comfortable with. Yeah. And then he didn't have any issues. Well, My yeah, but, t- point, but Tyler, the other thing is he might have had inside information before the game to have different cleats. And that would be really oh, I, disappointing. I, I agree. And, I, and, honestly, I agree. and I'm not making this up when we I say had, he might had, not tell his brother until after they've both retired. 
You know, because that would be I, a pretty big—that would be a pretty big scandal. That, that is ridiculous, John. You're, if you're if the league employee inside information thing, yeah, the Eagles, Tyler, thanks the for the Eagles, call, man. The Eagles had employees who were also, you know, helping with the field. You know, like they—they they were aware of the situation and the conditions. And yeah, uh, they both teams played there in Arizona this year during the regular season. It is—it is an ongoing saga. I think that you are going overboard with the accusations that, you know, that the, the Chiefs had it better than we did somehow. It was the same field. We They had a 94-year-old man who, yes, apparently was a Chiefs fan, but we also had Eagles who were working on that field during the week. 215-592-9494 for everyone away in. Coming up, uh, in addition to all the calls, more audio from yesterday with Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman, what they said. And you can pay tribute all show to Angelo as well, right here on 94 WIP. Hey, let me tell you about PI Dental Center. Uh, there's a lot of people out there with issues with, with your teeth. I, I know it. I mean, it's just obviously. Um, some people, it's self-esteem issues. Some people, it's, it's how you chew. Some people, it's like real pain. And for some people, it's been going on for decades. Well, PI Dental Center can help you. PI Dental Center can help you. With decades of experience in complex dental treatment, and I've been a patient of PI Dental for over 20 years. My mom a patient there for over 30 years. Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Robert Slau, they are board-certified prosthodontists. They specialize in the restoration and replacement of teeth. They're the originators of the teeth in a day, a revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth on the same day as the implants are placed for dramatic transformations in a mere one day. I strongly encourage you to visit PIDentalCenter.com. PIDentalCenter.com can help you, and they can help you request a complimentary new patient evaluation. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.